0: And sometimes we have to tell you, you're probably hurting yourself because you're waiting. Because waiting is a cost and a lot of people right now, in fact, I would say right now, a lot of people are, making, are putting a lot of things on hold, they're putting the brakes on of decisions that they should make for psychological reasons that they're not willing to face right now. It's happening today.
1: When we have anxiety regarding money, it means we're afraid. If we're afraid, okay, let's see what we're afraid about. What's What are we worried about? And work on that.
2: Welcome to the Market Call Show, where we discuss what's happening in the markets and the impact on your investments. Tune in every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Welcome to the Market Call Podcast. Today, I have Gatit Kaufman with me. She is a licensed professional counselor. She helps people improve their social and emotional issues to reach mental peace. Now, as you know, this is a financial podcast. So you might be asking, why in the heck do we have a licensed therapist who has a master's degree in counseling on this podcast? And the answer is really simple. We know that the biggest reason that people do not reach financial wellness in their life is because of the way they respond to money decisions, relationships, and how to make good choices under conditions of uncertainty. And financial psychology is the biggest element that can help people do better in that area. So in this episode, we're gonna talk about the role of financial psychology and financial planning. We discuss money, people, relationships, how to make big decisions that impact your financial peace and security. And we also touch on how to be aware of the issues and deal with them more head on so you can feel confident in your choices and have a happier, fuller life. I hope you enjoy this podcast. How are you? Hi,
1: hey, I'm good. Thank <laughs> you so for good having to, me here.
0: Yeah, it's so good to have you on You know my podcast. I, I'll tell you the main reason why I want to talk to you. In our world, we have this um, study, it's called behavioral finance. You may have heard of it, mm-hmm. probably have. Behavioral finance is one set of, of uh, studies that is like, what do people do with money, right? And how do they tend to make errors, systematic errors? But it's not the same as financial psychology, which you enlightened me.
1: to. <laughs> yeah, thank you.
0: So I really kind of wanted to dive into that. I mean, you have a, a master's degree in counseling, um, and you have been working with people with emotional issues and things like that. What would you say the number one starting point is for a couple, let's start with a couple, to think about their money issues?
1: So I think it's – I would see that as looking at infected wound when it comes to money and relationship that we like to avoid. It looks gross. It's painful when we're touching it. But the moment we will start – kind of working on healing it, it will be painful at the beginning. But with time and work and dedication, we will help to improve it. Mm -hmm. And actually, we will just end up with a scar. So that's how (laughs) I see those two subjects together that, first of all, we don't want to touch. Not the relationship stuff going on or the money But I think it is important to face what we're trying to avoid because it's not going to disappear. It will be painful at the beginning, but when we're doing it together, (laughs) it will help us heal and work on it to improve it. Um, So that's kind of my kind of nutshell for that. And I think the biggest piece is... We are in a relationship. The relationship, it's not just me and my partner or you and your partner, but it's also you with yourself. And the history you came from, your culture, your relationship with your parents, what the way you've been raised. So there's a lot of element that we're not aware of, but we're bringing to the relationship. And if we're not going to face them or, or be aware of them, we cannot make the healthy or the right steps for working on our finance.
0: So there, so most of the time, is there an avoid an avoidance issue? Is it usually usually so something suppressed that needs yeah. to be so now most like in our world we're always in these in, in the world of numbers. Yeah. So and that doesn't you can't stay in the realm of numbers. So you might have the best laid out plan but without actually doing it right um you have to first face those things so that that's a whole nother that's the whole it issue. is
1: it is a big issue mm. because <clears throat> um maybe i'll use another metaphor um it's like having a dental issue right we don't want to face it we it's painful physically <laughs> it's painful in our money wise right so it's like we'll wait we, when time will come, or not now, or we're giving us so many excuses not to work on that. But it's not going to improve if we're not going to work on it to improve it or or to face it. So yeah, it's painful, it's hard, but we need to find the right time to say, okay, we need to work on it. So, mm-hmm.
0: And because, there's, there's so many different issues we could talk about. Yeah. So can you speak a little bit to how you would Think about that, and what, what specific things you think people can do in in evaluating. I know you, and I don't know if you can self evaluate. You need help but in some way, but maybe you can walk through some of the issues with, you know, personal relationship. How you would approach the personal relationship with money.
1: Right. Um, so this is actually goes with your first question that when what when we come in to understand money and relationship, we first need to see the first step of how we are with our uh, our own relationship with money because that impacts how we are in our relationship. So usually, uh, again, we don't want to face our own issues with mm-hmm. money, but that's kind of um, a main, <clears throat> crucial core to face because mm-hmm. where we are today with our money comes with what we learn from our family of origin, right? Yeah. How our what we saw at home, how our money. I mean, uh, sorry, how our parents manage money. Yeah. Uh, so for me, for instance, when it comes to money, I'm anxious mm-hmm. because I always have that worry. And again, this is what I faced with my mm. uh, family of origin that. Sure there's always short of money and there is a lot of uncertainty and who likes uncertainty, Mm, but this (laughs) is, yeah, but this is something we're carrying with us Mm -hmm. that it's a fear that we kind of hold on to. I can say to myself that Mm -hmm. I'm always worried that, Oh, maybe there's going to be time that we're not going to have enough money or Mm -hmm. uh, what ifs, right? Um, So usually our anxiety, it's, it's actually a beautiful tool that our body has. Um, And this is what we call the fight, flight or freeze mode. The anxiety comes from the reaction of the brain. There is a small um, part in our brain that calls amygdala. It's, It's a walnut shape, that's how the term. And that thing, that Part is help us to protect ourselves mm. when it comes to danger. So usually when we are afraid, it's a sign that the body is trying to tell you, hey, something is off, something <laughs> is scary, something, you need to do something. So we're, I, we'll either freeze, because again, that's something that we will learn, and it helps us to assess and think what to do, or we'll fight. It's like, okay, I'm here to attack, and I'll do all I can. Mm-hmm. Or we're running away, we're flying, um, we're fleeing. So that's that's kind of three options that our, usually our brain facing anxiety. And I think it's important for us, especially in today in our society, we think anxiety is, is a negative thing. We don't want to admit we have it. Mm-hmm. It's a wrong thing. But Actually, I believe in the right percentage of it, it's a healthy tool for us to mm-hmm. protect ourselves. So sure. when we have anxiety regarding money, it means we're afraid. If we're afraid, okay, let's see what we're afraid about. What's mm-hmm. What are we worried about? And work on that.
0: Rather than avoiding it. Exactly. So a lot of um, mm-hmm. people, when they go talk to their CPA or lawyer or financial advisor, uh, people with, with that kind of background or or conditioning, I don't know what you would call it, mm-hmm. will tend to clam up. And then what they'll wind up doing is they'll self-destruct because they're not actually talking about what they need to talk to talk about with that professional. So it's like when you go to the the doctor's office, the doctor says, you know, drop your drawers, right? Well, in that case, most people do, right? But but sometimes when it comes to money, all that I hate the word baggage because baggage sounds negative, but all that history will limit them from making good choices.
1: Right, and for you here now, you're saying baggage, you don't like it because it brings a lot of negativity, right? <laughs> right. It's like it's it's something we're carrying forever, and <laughs> it's, it's like heavy I'm on, on back, us. Yeah. It is, yeah, it is yeah, yeah. like a backpack <laughs> with lots of heavy weight, right? Yeah. all those bricks or whatever you want to call it. Nobody likes that, right? So here you are again, that's the negativity you bring to your mind right. that, oh, I don't want to talk about that, no, I uh, right? So you already already coming with that um, way of how to face it, right? So this is the <laughs> meaning and this is how people, I think it's important for people to understand the meaning of the words we're using. Right baggage. That's it. Your brain is shut yeah. down now. Yeah, exactly. Because again, it's Roots either are ready to fight. Sorry. Yes, yeah. it is. Right. Yeah. And we're we're not attuned to that. We're not really aware of it. But <laughs> that's why it's important to face that. Hey, it impacts us. It impacts us mentally. It impacts us emotionally. And it impacts us even physically. Mm. And when we are aware of that, how again, that's part of the body. How the amygdala and I kind of. Um, didn't go all of what i had in mind about how the amygdala helps us to physically react to that danger. Mm-hmm. And i know i'm kind of sidetracked
0: but no, okay. i think it's
1: important we to understand We can go anywhere okay. it's
0: okay. There's no <laughs> okay. i have a little bit of an outline but we can go wherever we need to go.
1: Okay, good. So. Because i think it's important piece when yeah. we are aware of how our body reacts in a stressful environment mm-hmm. or or when it comes to fear it's a good way for us to say, hey, hold on a minute. What can we work on? What can we change? So, again, that if there is a danger, we might start sweating. So, when you're nervous, when it's something new, so your body is kind of more trying to protect you. So, you're either sweating, you're either your voice is kind of pitch high, like what I have now. Um, you're maybe you're shivering in your fingers, you're unease. This is a sign for your body to start saying, do something. I don't like that, right? And that's okay because we're not used to be in an uncomfortable situation. Mm-hmm. And usually money brings us to a place that we don't feel comfortable because, again, that's the baggage, as you said, that comes from home. That And it
0: doesn't matter, w- matter whether you have a lot of it or a little of it. No. It, it, th- those things affect everybody.
1: No, right? Because money. Or can't affect it. Yes, because money. We learn from our memories, right? From our experience,
0: mm-hmm.
1: money reflects. It's like a mirror of who we are, how we see ourselves from I the have inside.
0: Time, I have a hard time accepting that. How come? Because, and I know it's true in a lot of ways, but. Because, I mean, well, I should say it this way. I have a hard time accepting it from the standpoint of be- wanting to believe it for myself. Like, I feel like we should be better or we should think in a, at a higher level than to allow something as materialistic as money to be a reflection of us. Right. And I know that sounds...
1: No, it, it, you're uh, right. But you use...
0: should, it. I use the word should.
1: Exactly. And this is, again, <laughs> the tricky piece. When we are saying should, we're unconsciously bringing the guilt Piece that uh, tied true. with money, right? Yeah. Oh, we should not see it this way. We should not talk like that. But first but of all, there. you do, right? It's and still you're still there, there right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's again a reflection of the meaning it brings to us, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And especially today in our society, mm-hmm. money is a tool, right? Is a tool for us to get our needs. Mm-hmm. But as people we sometimes lose track of the meaning of it. And, and we bring actually more space, more weight to it, that it's like, oh, it's actually reflect
0: who I am. You know what? And it leads to big, serious flaws. Exactly. I was reading um, a study. Well, there's a very successful technology executive who pointed out that when he first, before he made a lot of money, people thought he was you know, pretty smart, went to a good school. But then he, got, he was very successful and all of a sudden he said, my, my IQ tripled in everybody's <laughs> mind. Like somehow he says, I'm not any smarter right now, but why do people think I'm a lot smarter because I made all this money? There is, and I work with you know, rich people, not so rich people, I can tell you there is no direct correlation between intelligence and how much money you have. No. <laughs> but people de- tend to make that reflection. Like somehow, Steve Jobs is more intelligent than the rest of society. Right. But was Einstein smarter than Steve Jobs? I mean, I don't know. Probably so. (laughs) Who had more money? You know.
1: And that's what I mean. It's a mirror. (laughs) Yeah. When you look at the mirror, you're not truly seeing yourself. You come with prejudice, or how you want to see yourself, or, or, or what you see on behind
0: those. Why do, we, why do we allow money to be a mirror, though? I mean, why 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 is that?
1: Because it, we lost the core of the meaning of it, right? Again, the money is a tool to help us get what we want mm-hmm. or, and, or um, we to provide our needs. And through that, we lost our journey. It's a journey, right? It takes time to know how to handle money. Mm. And we lost that uh because we learn to prioritize things differently exactly as you said it's a fraud we're trying now money become a way to tell us how we feel about ourselves or how good we are or how smart we are right <laughs> if i'll watch if i'll see your car it means that's it you're amazing right and this is the difference between being rich and being wealthy
0: uh the in the Talmud a long time ago, it says, who is a rich man? Mm. And the answer was uh, the person who is happy with what they have.
1: Exactly. And that's <laughs> something we lost on the way.
0: You said money money can be a fraud. We can allow it to be a fraud. That's, ex- that's a good word, fraud. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a harsh word. It but is. It's, but it's a pretty true representation of what can happen if you allow money to be the gauge of your worth
1: exactly because it comes we're trying to please our neighbors to show off right it's it's kind of a, a game that it starts to prove how important we are how smart we are by our money if you'll see the way i'm dressing up this is how you perceive me right it's that's true right, and, and some
0: people put more emphasis than others yes like they'll notice everything about the brand that you're wearing and all that stuff yes and um, actually was never i remember as a kid Certain people would have certain jeans. That was like it was like they had the rich kids had the jeans. My parents never had any money. Yeah. So I always had like the Levi's, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, and I always I I felt jealous of them because they had the cool jeans, you know. And uh, I see that with even with my my daughter and my son, you know, the school they go to. Some of these kids are very, you know. Oh, they drive this. They're like, Dad, you need to buy me a BMW or a Tesla or something. And I'm like, No, we're not doing that. Uh, but it's, it's you know, even if you can, should you? Right. And this is a
1: reflection of where we, like, we are not individual. We live in a society and the society impacting us. Exactly how you describe that we're trying to get what our neighbor has or what is expected from where we live, our environment, our society, mm-hmm. or our um, family even, Right.
0: So whatever baggage, I'm using that word baggage. right? I need to replace that word with with experiences and and, uh, beliefs, maybe.
1: But that's the thing. You see, the fact that you're (laughs) aware of the impact that that word has on you and you're like, hold on a minute, I need to replace, I need to change it. This (laughs) is it. This is how we need to approach relationship. This is how we need to approach money. When we start realizing the impact it has that we don't feel comfortable with it and checking with ourselves how to change that what will sit better with us so that's having what matters. awareness uh-huh. starts
0: the process of whether or not you can make a change first you have to be aware that that whatever that is that you're working with has have a neg- is having a negative impact on your money relationship right your relationship to money definitely
1: for me it was like oh no i learn i need to work hard for money, it's not coming. Um, it's
0: not going to fall out of, fall tree, out of yeah. tree.
1: And you know, but this is, comes um, with. So as you can hear by my name and accent, I'm not. I'm, I'm immigrant. I'm, I, I was. I wasn't born and raised here. Mm-hmm. But for my parents, oh, you're in living in America, right? So you are living the dream. You need to make lots of money. And mm-hmm. so it's it's expectations sure. of you chose that. So prove us that you create lots of money. Mm-hmm. And it's the meaning we're attached to money that we're carrying with us. So it's the attachment piece.
0: Well, what is a healthy meaning that you should attach to money?
1: That's a good question. And I think it's very personal because as you start saying, money brings the values that Mm -hmm. we, again, we're carrying with us for, since we were start being aware of creating meaning in life, um so it's the values it's the memories it's what we see as meaningful to us and mm-hmm. and and i see that as i know it sounds lame but it's like anything in life if that impacts your daily life in an unhealthy way, when you start seeing that it um, comes in with your relationship with your partner or with your relationship with your friends or even your kids, that means that something needs to change. So again, it brings you back to what you feel comfortable with, right? So when it comes to money, yes, we need to take risks, right? But are you listening to your friends' suggestions or advices? or are you saying, you know what? this is real, this is serious. I need to consult with an expert. With so someone where do who's... you get
0: your values from? So it starts <clears throat> usually from your parents mm-hmm. and that their values came from their parents, right? And their experiences and all that. So that's this kind of the foundation of you where you first get your values started. But then you start having your own experiences and then you may move away from your parents' values, maybe move closer towards it. So some people are blessed and they have good values sets that were taught to them when they were young. Others do not and have, have, have other things that they need to overcome. So um, what's important about money to you? If you're planning to retire and you want to do it with confidence, I highly recommend downloading a free report that I put together called a 10-point checklist for a worry-free retirement. All you have to do is just go to retireready.live and download a free copy of that report. It'll help you plan for retirement with confidence. It's a step-by-step guide of best practices that could help you.
1: Right. So here what you described is a story that we inlined, right? How how you just saw your the money the values that you brought with the experience this is a story you created in your brain and that's what you decide to hey yeah it's it's kind of a mm-hmm. um a junction do i follow what i've been taught or do i say hey i had enough i want something else for myself um and i have to say if you're asking me i see it as a way to find a healthy balance from where we came from, where we are today, and where we want to go. And I think um, it's important not to forget where you came from because this is the basic for you, Mm -hmm. right? The values, the meaning in life, what matters to you. You're talking about the Talmud, right? Um, It's part of who you are. Mm -hmm. But if you recognize that this is not going healthy or smoothly with where you are now, it's okay to create your own story. It's okay to make a shift and check with yourself. What goes for me and with my wife? Because mm-hmm. we are a team now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you, when it comes to finance, you're not alone there. Mm-hmm. You have a family to take care of. You have uh, a spouse you need to consider. So we need to do it together. But again, to to be aware of where you came from, and and create that as a journey together.
0: So let's talk a little bit about spouses. So now we have each individual person has all of these experiences, mm-hmm. and now they're coming together. Now there's this this chemistry that happens when you get together. So um, most people don't. I would say most people don't properly go through all of the ins and outs of that before they get married, unfortunately. A lot of people just kind of get married and then they figure stuff out. Just imagine that you have a couple sitting down and they're doing a financial plan for themselves. Mm-hmm. What would be the first thing that they should discuss to try to understand their dynamics that would help them make better choices? Right. It's a broad question. but
1: It is, but you brought again the should, right? And it's, uh, and it's important because we're not talking about money right and you you jump to marriage right to couple but i see that as a step before when you become when you are single you're not just all of a sudden oh now we're a couple there's a process that comes that there's like a line between right until when you um you have that journey of looking for the right person to have relationship together and i think that's what our society is missing that When it comes to finding, for dating, right? When we we, we want to, we have that in mind. Oh, this, we need to look for the person, the right person for us. Mm -hmm. So we'll ask questions about what do you like, right? What movie do you like? To get to start getting familiar Mm -hmm. with who we are dating. And is that a good match? Is that a good fit for me? So we'll ask about colors. We'll ask about um
0: What's Other your favorite ice cream?
1: Ice cream, right? <laughs> what things you like to do.
0: Yeah.
1: We will never, well, I shouldn't say never, but <laughs> s- small chances you will ask about money relationship, right? How do you see yourself with money? Absolutely. How do you operate with money, right?
0: People don't ask those questions. No. And, it's, and then they get married. Right. And then they have, then you're dealing with, that's, that was kind of my point. It was right. <laughs> it's like most people don't do it. So, but if we did, so one thing we can do as a parent, if we have kids that are not married yet, is to help them think about how they would approach a mate, a future mate.
1: Right. And I see that as, again, talking about money, it's being vulnerable. Because again, as you said, it's the luggage. It's it's that uh, that negativity that we bring into. Mm-hmm. And we usually don't want to be vulnerable and it's kind of oh, I don't, don't like want to
0: vulnerable. talk.
1: <laughs> Nobody likes that. I don't <laughs> like that. Right? Yeah. And it's okay. That's normal.
0: Yeah. Well it's a but, sign of for men, I think, for maybe men women too. It can be a sign of weakness. Or it can be interpreted exactly, as a sign of weakness. Exactly. Exactly. But if you're really more interested in getting a good outcome you kind of have to do it. You don't have to like, like air, air it out to the world, but you and your, your family and your spouse, whatever, should, should work it out.
1: Right. And I think it's important to understand what's the reason for us to feel vulnerable, right? <laughs> and again, it's the uncertainty, right? There's a lot of questions that we're not aware and we always want to know, right? We always want to um, feel strong and control. But when it comes to money, because we're talking about our future, and I don't, I'm not sure if you answer your previous question. But again, it's finding the balance between the past, um, present, and future. And I have to say, one of my clients kind of provided that long time ago—a nice mirror for me. It's like driving in a car. Um, when we're gl- we, we when we're driving, we need to glance at our small mirror to see where coming from, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The past, if there's something, if someone comes in front of us, so we Mm -hmm. need to prepare ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And in front of us there's this huge kind of place for us to look, right? It needs to be kind of, we have that windshield very wide. Mm -hmm. But we're missing that need to balance with where we are in the right moment, in the present. Are you truly focusing on driving or are you Messing around with something, with the kids, <laughs> or with the radio, right? Or your brain is somewhere else, or are you on the phone?
0: Well, that's a big problem today. We have so many distractions with social media, and, and I, I mean, everybody is distracted yeah. in the, from the present and dealing with what's in front of you right now. I like what you said um, with the, the, the front window is very wide. So that implies that you need to be looking at a lot of different things. The, the amount of stuff that's coming at you every day as in the moment is a lot Right. as you're looking in the future. Um, what? You, but you do need to understand that there could be somebody, something from your past can come out of nowhere and get in your blind spot and then you're trying to make a turn and, and you're trying to make a change and that past, because you're not aware of it, will destroy. You have an accident or something.
1: Exactly. And to be able to past that
0: to be okay,
1: it's important to visualize or to think about the long-term, right? That, that by the end of the day, we want to get home safely, right? We, we, and, and this is something that we always need to remember, the long-term goals when it comes to money, when it comes to relationships, that we'll make mistakes, it will be hard, but we'll be okay, if we will learn how to balance that appropriately so we need to be consistent right and 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 again you're right it's hard to find that
0: long term right. versus short term sorry i think that's a big struggle that most people have with finances is long term versus short term
1: exactly because we long-term want thinking. again our society we want quick fix right mm-hmm. give yeah. me the peel i'll be okay right mm-hmm. make me fi- make me reach fast and quick we see that on television. We see that on the radio. Uh, we see that everywhere we go. We don't have patience. We see that on the roads. I need to get <laughs> home quickly. I'm, I don't care if I'm kind of, you're on my, you're on my way. Move, right?
0: <laughs> well, road rage is, st- stats are up. I don't know if you've uh, mm-hmm. you yep. heard that. Yep. <laughs> They're up again. and They kind of move in waves.
1: Because it's a <laughs> reflection of what's going on in our life, in our current um, place and i think that's why it's important to mm-hmm. and it goes back to core to our core belief system as human being the term itself we are being we are part of a society we are part of something we're not supposed to leave to be alone to leave alone mm-hmm and that's being vulnerable, right? We don't like that. But that's part of admitting that it, it it's not a weakness to say hey, I need help.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's actually a strength because you're admitting saying, "Oh, I cannot handle that. I need someone else to help me." and you're searching for the right person.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a real big thing. I know in my upbringing it was you it was always ingrained in me that you would need you need to be thinking about what you need to do and be as self-sufficient as possible, and be as bulletproof as you possibly can from dangers and threats, and, and to be strong in doing that. And, that. and many times what that'll do is that'll lead you to the belief that I don't need to ask for help. Yeah. And, but then, you know, and I learned that in my, that, that was wrong <laughs> later, but I had to learn it not from my family, I had to learn it from experiences that I had where I knew I needed help. You know? Right.
1: I wouldn't use the term wrong, I will go back to percentage. That's how you were raised, and that's fine, but we need to check realistically speaking. Can that be realistically speaking? Can you always be right? Can you always be no. doing the right? The, the, no, it's, right?
0: It's a helpful belief to some extent, right. exactly. but it's not completely the whole picture. Right.
1: And again, so it's okay to hold that, to use that, but you need to learn to check that with your reality. Mm-hmm. Is that something that is accurate And is that something that you're benefiting right now? So that's how you can tilt that uh, scale weight of knowing what's the right thing to do, right? Because we always go again, going back to our society, go, 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 right? We're not pausing, assessing where are we right now? What do we need right now?
0: Mm -hmm. If you don't have a good marriage relationship, the money thing just exacerbates. Yeah. Yeah. So like you could see, you know, we see that all the time. It's unfortunately, I've seen many clients divorce. I mean, many. Yeah. Uh, and and we're now kind of at an uptick now in it, and 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 the younger people ha- are having all sorts of relationship problems. And that's one. Of, what actually got me thinking about talking to you too was, um, I've been thinking about writing another book because mm. of of things that I'm seeing, and yes. it has to do more with um, relationships. And like how things are going wrong. And it's, it's amazing because a lot of times things go wrong financially, not because you don't make enough money, not because, um, you know, you you haven't, uh, it's really because you're not doing what you know you should do. And and most people know what they need to do. I right. mean, it's not rocket science. No,
1: it's not because uh, it's it's basic, but, right? If yeah. you need to leave less than what you earn, that's kind of the ground mm-hmm. rule regarding money. Right. But in relationship, we don't do that because we're checking again. We're comparing ourselves to our neighbors, to where we came from and oh no, no I want more, right? It's kind of this greedy thing mm-hmm. of and you're not really concrete with yourself and with your spouse of hold on a minute. Is this something that is right for us? Right? We want to have this big mention. Yeah, it looks good, right? But what does it require us to
0: do yeah and and that's one thing that we do see a lot is that a lot of people so it's it's in tiers like there's people that are you know maybe blue blue collar workers that they they do have a lower income and it's harder for them to save just because their basic income is not much more than just what it takes for housing and food and the basics and then you have a lot of people too that fall in this category where they're making good income um, but they're choosing to consume more than they should. They're choosing to buy a house that's larger than they should because the system will let them buy the house that's larger than they should. Uh, and they're choosing to buy things to make them look rich, real wealth wealth versus perceived wealth. There's a huge gap. Uh, um, and that's a real problem, I think. It is. With, with, with uh, just not knowing. And a part of it is not knowing the numbers. But a lot of it is you kind of know but the desire, in my mind, and correct me if I'm wrong, the desire to, to appear a certain way is more important to them than the actual reality of what their, their money situation is.
1: Exactly, and again, that's our need to prove others of where we are and how much we accomplished, mm-hmm. right? So we are leaving this artificial or fake, mm-hmm. as we said before, mm-hmm. fake world. But if we'll sit down, truly be really honest with ourselves, we really realize that we're not really living fully to what sits with us because mm-hmm. we keep trying to pretend we have something that we don't hold, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, first of all, it's exhausting. <laughs> and sometimes we keep doing it and we're waking up when it's too late. But that brings that need to be honest first with yourself, where you are, what matters to you regarding life, the purpose of life. And, and that's what I'm trying to say, that money is a reflection of how far away we want to see ourselves. But it's not really, we're not really in tuned to where we truly are.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things that you mentioned when I was talking to you um Prior to this, you had mentioned that uh, kind of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Oh, yep. So, you know, maybe you can explain that. I'm sure many people know what that is, but like the importance of that.
1: Right. So that brings me back to, as you talked about, um, the need, right? We're using money to um, fulfill our needs. Because if we think, oh, if we'll buy stuff... It's covering for what we don't have, right? And this is why it's important to work on what you truly need. And before, I mean, Maslow is part of of having that, satisfying our five basic needs. So we all have that. Um, um, The first one is the need for love, loving ourselves unconditionally. No, wow,
0: I didn't think of that one as being the first one. But okay. Yeah.
1: Um again, when we are not finding love from within us, like truly understanding who we are and we start looking for love from the outside. And then sometimes we can make it um hurting ourselves because we'll we'll choose harmful harmful places. So that
0: includes loving yourself, is that what you were saying? Yes. Okay. Right. And then love from others too.
1: Yes. Um, there's also this need of acceptance. We need to accept who we are and where we are right now. And again, sometimes if we don't... So those needs are impacting our behavior. So if we're not going to get the love from the inside, we'll look outside. If we're not going to feel accepted the way we are, we'll look for it from for the outside. Um, then there's this feel of valued or worth. If we don't feel worthy we'll make bad choices, right? Because again, we will look for things to make us fulfill that need.
0: When do we first start doing that? Is that like teenage years or? Uh,
1: even before, really? even before, okay. because you're looking for claps, right? There's a yeah. kid, it's like, oh, good job, yeah. right? Oh, okay. You always kind of, this is how kind of something that is embedded in us. Mm. will waiting for that, Re- reinsurance or or encouragement from other people, and we'll lose that concept of learning to feel worthy from within. There's the security piece. Do we? That's another need. That do we? Do I feel safe? And this mm-hmm. is important that we forget. Right. Again, if the body is saying, "Oh wow, I'm nervous," which means I don't feel safe. Okay, what do we need to do? Right. It will impact my behavior.
0: Um, and that's like housing, food. Exactly.
1: Oh, and it goes shelter. to your right, right. And that's part of the Maslow.
0: Mm-hmm. One
1: more thing before we go to Maslow. There's this feeling of self-efficacy, feeling kind of, oh, I'm, I'm meaningful. I'm doing something that is good, or or feeling adec- adequate with what I do. Um, and you're right. This goes back to the Maslow, who he's using hierarchy. Used to, I mean, it's still there. Um, <laughs> that when we get our basic needs—that is, food, shelter, warmth—we'll um, be okay, right? And and Maslow goes with the hierarchy of Maslow is go w- where we need to follow up that hierarchy, it goes from the baseline. The baseline is the bigger of mm. what we need. And when we feel stable, we can go to our next level. Mm. So, yeah, we need to feel um, that we get all of that, right? We, we have enough fluid, we have enough water, we, we feel safe, we can move on to the next level, um, which is safety, right? Feeling safe mm-hmm. from... Within, like knowing that we feel secure, we'll feel stable.
0: From within, though. From
1: within. That's different. It is. That's
0: different. That's peace. It is peace. And where does that come from?
1: And that's freedom. When we have that, it's a way for us to get that freedom. Mm -hmm. Do you question where we get that? It's things we do for us. Yeah, sorry.
0: Yes, no, no, you're right. I, I was just, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I was, there are people that make us feel unsafe. Like, what was it that I was reading? I was reading an article about how certain people will um, spur something in your brain, in your wiring, that will make you feel, from, maybe from prior experiences or something, make you feel unsafe. Maybe you had a bad experience, and you will project on another person that that person is just like some other scenario when they maybe are not the same. And like I know um, that happens a lot in the financial advising business where people will have associations with financial advice and then they'll have an immediate negative um, reaction that actually is self-defeating. Mm-hmm. And but, the, but that also extends to other people, just certain people, if they're not like us, if they, we feel like, you know, when we're, we're different enough, they'll make, that makes you feel unsafe. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I think, is a, a real issue because a lot of people are not taught at a young age to be more accepting. I mean, I grew up when I was really young in South Chicago where there was all different types of ethnicities. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of used to that. I'm okay with that. Some people are not. I mean, <laughs> where we live here today, if you looked at a pie chart, it's white. And then there's a little sliver of other, right? Yeah. So, so like, for example, my kids, you have to purposefully show them, let's go out to other areas where, you know, I actually took them to South Chicago so they could actually mm-hmm. see what mm-hmm. it looks like. And they were, it was a little bit of a shock for them. Right. Um, I know I'm kind of all over the place. No, but, no, but, but the feeling of safety comes from a lot of different things as well as people, like who you surround yourself, where you decide to be and if you and your spouse have a different vision about what that is
1: right and it's a big you part might of it have a problem yeah and that's why it's always important to bring us back to that five basic needs do you feel safe do you mm-hmm. feel comfortable and you're right it can be triggered by certain people who kind of poking mm-hmm. something that we experienced in our past and that's why it's so important to work on that. And first of all, as you said, to be aware. Oh, oh, I make the connection, right? This advisor st- start triggering stuff that point. happened. It could
0: be a doctor. It could be a lawyer. It could be it could be a car salesman.
1: Right, <laughs> or it could be that he's touching subject that you don't want to face. Right? It's yeah. not him. He represent the core issue mm-hmm. of money. That oh, I don't have enough, which means I'm not worthy. Right? It's right. all that. Like It's a right. chain that we are kind of adding on to it to create a necklace, right? Um, so it is important to start working on yourself and say, hey, what does it mean? What am I mm-hmm. afraid of? It's okay. First of all, yeah, you admit you're, you, you, something is bothering you. Great, okay, now we need to go to the next level of of realizing, what are you afraid of? What's going on, right? And I have to say, personally when it comes to all that finance, money, they're using high level of language that I'm not familiar. And that triggers me because mm-hmm. I do not know, I do not understand. And again, when I don't understand, I don't know, that makes me feel unease.
0: Mm-hmm. Jargon is not good. Right. For somebody and who's doesn't, <clears throat> is not trained in.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And and that's what people usually do. They're stepping away from that subject because, subject because they're not familiar and who wants again to show that they're not known enough or they're not <laughs> clever enough right yeah. so it's like oh nope, it's in the bank and
0: and if you feel if that. it's hard for you to ask a question if you feel like oh i'll look stupid if i ask a question right um that's a belief that you have inside yourself but but what if you were taught at a young age that the only way that you actually get knowledge is by asking questions. Right,
1: and that brings so, back, and that's where, I. sorry for cutting you off, no, but you're no. right. This is what we're carrying with us, right? Some families saying, "No, asking questions mean you're uh, ignorant. ignorant. You yes. cannot show that, no. right? No. But you're right, if we're, teaching, if we're teaching our kids that actually we're here to learn. Mm-hmm. Every day we need to learn something. Well, and how can you know, how can you learn without, without asking questions?
0: I think for some people, it's natural for them to feel like I don't want to ask questions.
1: Because, again, you feel vulnerable. Yeah. When you ask a question, it means you don't know. And you don't know you're vulnerable, right? There is this chain again mm-hmm. that it's creating a lot of negativity in us. And we don't like that.
0: Well, that leads to stubborn behavior in many people. Definitely. Where they're stubborn and they don't want to listen to outside um, things. It's it's hard to to admit when you're wrong.
1: Oh, Again, who wants that? We always want to learn. But again, <laughs> can we be always right? No.
0: no, We're not, not, as you,
1: even Einstein, right? Yeah. He was not always right. I mean, yes, he was smart. He was clever. right? But that's the magic of life. You don't need to to show you're smart. You need to be, uh, you, to use your wisdom to juggle life. And I think it's hard because, again, we always need just to have the last say, right, to <laughs> show that we know. And it's a culture.
0: It right? is a culture. We. Come you mean in, like an American culture?
1: Uh, no, I can say from my culture as well. Yeah. Coming from my home, this yeah. is like, no, you're not yeah. talking. If, if something you don't know, we're not talking about that. And if guess what? If we're not talking about that, it doesn't exist.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know it, what It's mean. money. Yeah.
1: And sorry for saying that, but it's death.
0: Mm. right oh Oh, no talking about dying no no you know that that is true in in the context of uh, a financial advice setting Mm -hmm. there is uh many big decisions that you need to make and it happens you know sometimes it's a big decision you know at a a lump sum and then sometimes there's a lot of small decisions that need to be made Mm -hmm. but it seems to me like like any time you're making a big decision do you think tell me if i'm wrong That people really need to go through this process when they're making any really big decision about money. Mm -hmm. So, right, I'm I'm focusing on money because that's the topic today. But unfortunately, you pointed out to me Mm -hmm. that all the other stuff comes along with it. Right? Yeah, you you want it's not isolated thing. It's it's, you're not (laughs)
1: living on an island. There's so much going on around it. Right. And I think that's why when we are aware of it, it will help us to make it easier transition to do it. Um,
0: but making making smart financial choices right requires financial, a uh, psychology.
1: Yes, it's a big, it uh, and that's what we're talking about. That yeah. sh- showing the heaviness of it, right? Mm-hmm. How much it's intertwined with so many other object. So there's a say, oh, oh, you you should sit down and listen. I have something harsh to say, right? To make that decision and then you're like oh you need to lay down have a night i mean sleep on it right mm-hmm. so whenever we the decision is heavier we yeah. need to be kind of more um closer to ground to be able to make the heavy decision right oh, yeah. um but that's true we need time mm-hmm. to digest we need time to make that decision and that's okay and, and I think that comes with money. Again, it goes back to our society, having the quick fix. Oh, I want to make money it fast. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. No. It's a fake reality. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. So there's those people who are grading that. But again, it's this small percentage. Most of us, if we'll to- we look at that uh, uh, bell curve, are in the center and we cannot make money that fast. We need hard work and dedication mm. right and it, and we just need to continue doing it and believing that yeah we'll make mistakes on the way but it's okay again it's a long term and, and keep doing keep keep on with that hard work and dedication
0: yeah. and you'll be good by the end of it no you're 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 right about time mm-hmm. so a, a typical situation would be uh people are thinking about five different choices Should I sell this house and move to Florida, or should I? um, Should we, you know, stay here or rent that house out, or should we? um, Should we retire now, or should we retire after a couple years, or should we? You know, all these. This is the typical world that we're in, and so we run scenario analysis. Mm -hmm. So we have all these fancy tools we can statistically calculate like the probabilities of success Mm -hmm. of all these different things, and it's all mathematical, right? And it's all optimized to a goal. So the problem I think that people have, and one of the things that I've come to the conclusion in advising people is that you have to show show that implication, what the implications are of all these decisions from a money perspective. But it's only one part of the perspective. Exactly. And then you ultimately, you're not going to be able to make that decision necessarily if it's Mm. a big decision right away. Right. And sometimes you might hurt yourself in that process and sometimes we have to tell you, you're probably hurting yourself because you're waiting. Because waiting is a cost. And a lot of people right now, in fact, I would say right now, a lot of people are making are putting a lot of things on hold. They're putting the brakes on of decisions that they should make for psychological reasons that they're not willing to face right now. Yes, It's happening today a lot because interest rates have gone up. And I know mm-hmm. I'm getting a little bit into the- numbers, No, no, no. It's important. Interest rates have gone up. House housing prices gone up, stock markets down. These types of things get people to freeze. Like you talk about the amygdala mm-hmm. hijacks, right? Mm-hmm. People are in the fr- in the freeze mode, mm-hmm. and they're not. And this is dangerous for a lot of people. So, what does an advisor do to help people along so that they can make choices faster? Sometimes time is important,
1: right? But I think the advisors also need to be aware that I'm sorry, it's not just numbers. But yes, what if it,
0: what if it's detrimental like this is the thing that happens a lot it's right like but decision i think is de- like if they don't decide in three months or six months it could literally change the outcome you know
1: sometimes it's just again the words that you're using as an advisor knowing i know how hard it is for you at getting connecting the dots for the person that it's sorry it's not just numbers it's the emotional mm-hmm. piece you attach to that when you address that, there's like a click in their mind saying, oh. I'll give you an example, a personal one. Uh, when we sold the house in California, um, our friend uh, was the realtor. the realtor, And I'm like, oh, I don't want to mishmash money in business. But mm-hmm. my husband said, no, we trust her. And I'm like, okay, we'll do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And we got into an argument, I and her, mm-hmm. got into an argument saying, we should ask for more. I you're starting with low prices than what I want to sell my home, mm-hmm. and she's like, "You're selling a house. You're not selling a home." I, I was so mad, but all of a sudden it's like,
0: <laughs>
1: "Oh my gosh!" So I was just by what that term I was able to detach mm-hmm. myself from that painful process. Mm-hmm. It's not my home anymore. The moment you decide to sell it, it's not your home. Mm-hmm. It's a house. And it sounds like, oh, it's very...
0: We call that the endowment effect. exactly. Because when you own something, you tend to put more value on it than when you don't.
1: Right, and this is why I think it's important for you guys to see the other side of your clients. That yes, you it should be rational decision. But it can be because, again, all what we talked so, so far important. that it's very emotional. We attach to money.
0: So the empathy part of it is so important,
1: right? And understanding
0: and, that, yeah, this is tough. Exactly, because we all have that yeah. that problem.
1: Yeah, and and I think it's good uh, metaphor. And Dave Ramsey used that a lot, and I love that. Um, we have attachment issue with money. When you pay cash, it's it's harder mm-hmm. because you, you, yeah, you have card, it in your it, head. Yeah, it's when it's credit, credit card, you get the same one. So yeah. you, don't you don't feel the it. exchange. So it's easier. Mm-hmm. And I think when you will realize that how a person you're working with is attached to money, mm-hmm. because again, the money is meaning who am I? It represents who I am, what I gained so far. It will help you understand the harsh decision that he makes. When you acknowledge mm-hmm. that, you can open his mind to that. That, oh, first of all, I hear you. I see the challenge in making mm-hmm. that decision. Mm-hmm. So you validate him. By doing that, that's all that we need, right? Mm-hmm. To be validated, to be seen. When the person get that, it doesn't need to fight with you anymore. Like he's more ease mm-hmm. and he's more open to work with you.
0: Right. So you, you
1: help him to get off that Mm -hmm. by validation. He takes that fence off and he's more open to work with you.
0: Yeah. A lot of times, yeah. A lot of times it's people that you're already working with. It's just, they're making a decision, you know, it's like, um, that's, that is time bound Yeah, and, um, that it's hard. And so, so what I'm hearing you saying is that it's empathy, Mm Mm-hmm. First understanding what they're going through, empathy, acknowledging it, um, and hopefully that helps them along the way. Yes. And, but you also, like what that real estate agent said was um, something that clicked with you. So it was something that made you realize something that it made you see something in yourself mm-hmm. that was an impediment for you to make a decision. Yeah. So, um, and I think that's that's the connection that you have to make. Definitely. And you have to have a connection in general, a real connection. Yeah, definitely. You know, you, 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 the name of your company is Connect the Dots. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I was thinking about that. Uh, um, a, a friend of mine, well, not a friend, but a, somebody who I really admire, a guy named Joe Polish. I don't know if you mm-hmm. know who Joe Polish mm-hmm. is. He wrote a book um, that is called What's in It for Them, mm-hmm. nice. which is a great book. Yep. And one of the things he talks about is connection. And mm-hmm. the thing the thing that I um realized is that true connection is rare. Right. <laughs> we are truly not connecting with each other. He's got a company called Gene Genius Network where there's a, it's a huge network of people that are um you know really connected and then um there's a lot of people that are in transactional type relationships where they just kind of um it's got to be tit for tat and it's not real connection and it's not I recognize you you were really something important to me for who you are, not for what you could do for me right and all that. So I'm sorry I'm getting all over the place.
1: no no but no no, but you're touching you, very you, important stuff. so go uh, ahead, go
0: ahead.
1: so you you' you're saying inter, uh, in, uh, transaction. you making by using that term again, you're making it so simple, so lame, but it's not. For me to allow you to do that, I need to trust you right connection. And that's True part point. of the connection. When it comes to relationship, right? You need to learn to trust yourself, right? We, sometimes it's easier for us to trust someone else than us, but that's kind of part of the work. Mm-hmm. Trust is a crucial element for us to be able to allow you in.
0: Yeah, so financial advisors, and part of this podcast' purpose is to help financial advisors, mm-hmm. need to make a true connection before you're going to get the trust. And if you don't have that, you can do all crunch all the numbers in the world and have all the best advice in the world. That person is not gonna respond. Right. And you also need to understand how is it that we can help them. There's some work that needs to be done. Prior. All of us need to do. Yep. Prior. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think it's important. And 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 yes, you're right. It will take time. You need to learn how to prove yourself, right? To 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 work on showing. I know it sounds harsh, but for me to trust you, right I mean it's it takes time, but it's important, and the moment you work on that, the rest will be relatively easy trust or easier is a,
0: Trust is a very interesting thing. It sometimes is. it happens very quickly mm-hmm. and sometimes it doesn't um, and sometimes it never does, right uh, so and, and, and there's there's a lot of you know it's a human thing it is, it is and a human and thing.
1: you know what? It's a journey. It doesn't mm. happen all of a sudden. It it goes like spiral. Like it, I can trust you,
0: and then you start
1: question. I you know, cause me something to question you, and I, it's kind trust of moves. It takes time. It takes time, and it's a dance. It's it, moving forward you're and you're back. always
0: there. If you're always there and you're reliable, I heard somebody say one time that three things can help almost any business. The first thing is say please and thank you. Mm. The second thing is be on time and the third thing is do what you say you're going to do. Do you know how many people don't do how many businesses don't have people in their organization that don't strive to do that? Because this it's, it's not hard. part
1: of their life. This is something yeah. that it's embedded in your relationship. When you congruent with what you said to your wife, to your kids, you build trust. Mm-hmm. How can you create how can you long for that relationship if there's no basic trust? And sometimes we see trust as, right, kind of, ooh, I, I did something wrong to my Maybe wife. Maybe I
0: shouldn't trust somebody. Or,
1: or yeah. shouldn't trust, right? But if you don't put yourself out there, if you don't get, if you don't allow yourself to be vulnerable in a relationship, any kind of relationship, it's never going to work. Mm-hmm. And we see uh, trust in relationship as, oh, cheating, right? Oh, if you're cheating, that's it. But Money can also cause trust issues, right? Oh, yeah. And, and part of, of, I think, our society today is we're starting relationship when I'm still not certain about you, so we'll have two separate bank accounts, mm-hmm. right? And we think that by doing so, this mm-hmm. is my money, this is your money, and it's good. I have more control. However, we already establishing that relationship with some kind of unser, uh, unstability. It, 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 mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say, it's not healthy mm-hmm. to start a relationship like that when you're saying, oh, no, I don't trust you in, in money. Mm-hmm. So how can you trust regarding other important stuff, such as raising kids?
0: Mm. Oh, you're bringing up a whole – this is a, an entire new podcast episode what you're talking about. <laughs> Because it is so embedded in the culture, uh, even today with young people, uh, uh, how they deal with relationships and what marriage, how marriage has changed, the uh, changes in economics between men and women and how that all affects uh, relationships. It's a whole nother thing. And uh, maybe we'll talk about that some right. other time. But, but I think but it's I, important we, we, to
1: bring that again to the is, awareness that is. Oh, we're starting already in a down-like level, right? A step behind, instead of, let's put everything on the table and work on that together. Taking because- risks. Taking risks. Do you
0: feel like you took a risk when you got married? Oh yeah, for I, sure. I, I did. <laughs> I
1: left my family, moved yeah. here, and we're like, oh, I'm supposed to trust that person. <laughs> And you know what? I'll give you another example. Um, When we moved here, I gave my um, husband-to-be some money because I was afraid to get that money. I mean, holding so much money, I'm like, he'll take that. And and then I kind of, oh, my gosh, what if he'll take the money? And Mm -hmm. I went to my dad, and he's Mm -hmm. like, you know what? if this is how you're going to test your relationship and if he will go without money, so that he'll be, learn best you best. learn now, right? Yeah. You didn't-
0: Wow, that was pretty brilliant. Right? It's like, that was yes. good advice. It's like,
1: what, it's okay. <laughs> this is a way, if he's going with the money, it means it's not a healthy place for you to be. Mm-hmm. And it's better to know it now than after getting married. Um, and yeah, he didn't- I feel like we took more risks. Yes, we, I mean, we're afraid I, of taking risks.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, I mean, we moved up here, mm-hmm. nothing, you know. Uh, I mean, just, uh, I don't know, we just took a lot more risks. There's a lot of people that are afraid to take risks, and at some point in life, you know, making, making good decisions under uh, uncertainty is, is, is an art, and in fact, uh, there's a woman by the name of Annie Duke who's got a book out or several books on making decisions under uncertainty that are brilliant mm-hmm. that talk about how we deal with uncertainty. So in, in my in my world, that's really what I do mm-hmm. as I help people make decisions under uncertainty. And it's yeah. not easy. Um, and there's a lot of things you can do to make better decisions, but you never know for sure.
1: Right. And <laughs> I would like to, if you don't mind, it sounds no, no. like I'm, I'm uh, kind of going no, no. sideways, but yeah, we're afraid of taking risks. We're afraid of making decisions because there's a lot on the plate. And I see that, I, I used to do pottery. So I see that taking risks and, and, and the uncertainty as um, <laughs> as that. like your you, creation
0: may be horrible, it may be ugly. Or... Well,
1: not just that, but you when you're working, so to do a pottery, to do a piece of art, you first need to choose a clay. And you need to know what's... Uh, What's your vision? Where are you? What do you want to do? What uh, if it's a, I don't know, a plate or um, whatever? Mm-hmm. But you need to know what you want to make, so you'll know to have the right size. So you cannot have one pound of clay to create like a big vase. It's not going to work. So that's one step, right? Knowing, having a vision of where you want to go. So you have to make to a
0: decision a already, of ahead of time, time.
1: before you starting the process, right? Mm-hmm. Then you need to know you have all the tools that you need, right? then you sit down and then you need to center the clay it takes time first to center the clay it's an annoying process <laughs> but if you're not working on centering the piece you're not the going to get saber. what yeah, yeah. you're not going to get what you want so it takes time but then it's also knowing that to, for you to order in order for you to create to get to that piece, you need to combine holding your two hands together, attaching your elbow to your legs and working as one piece. Knowing if you will move your fingers too fast, you'll ruin. Everything will change. Or if you're um, going to go, up, I mean, opening before going up, it will change everything. So I might kind of bring things that people are not aware of, and I might not be clear, but that's part of, I see that as a piece of art, that we need to have a vision of where we want to go, but knowing that we need to all operate as a team. All my hands are working together as a team. My fingers, if, if I'll move fingers too fast, too quickly, it will change everything, also knowing hmm. that it's okay. It's mm-hmm. a piece of art and it's not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the brain that needs to come into place that prepare yourself for uncertainty or kind of things that come up. You'll be okay. It's it's your creation, sorry, and you will make it. Some you just need to be dedicated to it.
0: That's a great, great Story because some of the best art is not perfect. Mm-mm. Like, my favorite I mean, I love music. Some of my favorite musicians, if you listen closely with a trained ear, you can tell there was like tons of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that note was out of tune, or that was off time, or they sped up here and they slowed down. But that's what made it really good, really great. And sometimes, like in today's music. Everything is done computerized. And it's on a grid, so it's 120 beats per minute, and everything is electronically created. And it's like click, 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 and you lose the soul of the music. Right. So, um, so life isn't like an art. Like it's there's 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 risks with making art. There's a book called The Artist's Way that talks a lot about this. I don't know if mm-hmm. you've seen that mm-hmm. book. It's a great book. I highly recommend mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree with that and us doing this podcast today is art in my mind. Oh. Because we started mm-hmm. off with an idea. Yeah. Right? And you and you bring it into fruition and, and mm-hmm. I love I love art. I think business is an art. It is. Um it should be an art um because it's about human beings because ultimately you're you're there to help make another person your customer, your client, whatever to have a better life and that is an art form yes (laughs) and
1: that's part of relationship also i think that it's art also it sounds lame and i might kind of ruin it no but it's it's knowing how to dance with it exactly as you're working on your business this is how important for you to work on your relationship Mm -hmm. and and we start talking about life events that impacting us right and and if we don't see that as a work in progress. Or, or working on on what to expect, or preparing ourselves to uncertainty. Well, some stuff are certain, right? I mean, kids going to college, it's expected. We we know, right? So Death hey, taxes. right? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but we, this is something we need to prepare ourselves for, right? And and making harsh decisions, right? And and this is where we need to learn how to. Um, okay, where do we need to take off stuff, so we'll have more for this, right? Or maybe we're taking too much on ourselves, Ah, right? Maybe we're saying, oh, I'll pay for my kids, but hold on a minute, can you? If that goes to question your retirement or if you need to take money from your retirement, I'm not sure if that's a healthy decision Mm -hmm. for you.
0: Now I think I understand what you're talking about with dance. Because at first I wasn't quite, but maybe, maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, but in this context, dance Mm -hmm. is basically... You you make a movement, you make a decision, then there's an outcome. It may be unexpected. Then you have to change. You have to adapt to what is happening. Yes. And um and then you mentioned the boundaries, the boundaries mm-hmm. of the you know retirement versus kids education mm-hmm. or things like that. But the whole concept of a dance is very true that that we, you don't know what the outcomes are going to be when when it comes with money always, and that you must be able to advance. That's the whole concept of. Um, implementing and monitoring so there's like six to depending on how you look at it, there's like five to step, seven steps of any kind of planning process so mm-hmm. um, the biggest part where things fail is in the actions and in the uh, monitoring mm-hmm. and adjusting right. and financial psychology fits in actions and monitoring and implementing right. so that's why I'm, we're talking today I hope we can talk again uh, some more uh, maybe about other topics there's this is a huge topic
1: yeah there's so much more
0: yeah we could talk about yeah. um so <laughs> you um you have a company connecting the mm-hmm. dots connecting dots connecting counseling dots mm-hmm. so where where's the best pa- place for people to learn more about you and reach mm-hmm. you
1: thank you uh, first of all there's my website um, you can read more about me you can book um consultation free consultation uh or so I'll, I'll see people either virtually or at my office which is on the dtc area mm-hmm. um so either way
0: mm, that's um, awesome yeah well we'll have to talk more if you're up for it <laughs> thank you yes Because <laughs> there's a lot of ideas that i have that we yeah, haven't I would even love talked to. about
1: <laughs> but just one more piece when you yep. talked about uncertainty i do think people need to be aware again we talked about life events that they're there waiting for us, so it's okay. important to prepare for them. So again, if it's a student loan, right, teaching our kids that we we not necessarily jumping to take student loan, but maybe finding a way to work on that, right? Again, it's a skills that we cannot wake up and teaching them. Then it's important to start as you start saying when they're a young age. Um, um, there is this married or having a baby, right? If you're just having a baby or if there's unfortunate people who need to have all that process of adoption or infertility that takes money so we need to again prepare ourselves so mm-hmm. not everything it's there's uncertainty to it we just need to be more open minded before we're jumping to just doing mm-hmm. so it's the assessment we need to do before the action
0: well this is really good for so this is a whole different topic for me because most of my uh, stuff is kind of technical and I, I'm really an investment guy. Mm, okay. So, uh, so you know that, right? Yeah. I don't know if you yeah. know that. No, yeah, but, <laughs> but just something uh, for, uh, but, for but people this who are... Is, no, no, no. This is really good because I think that this is needed. Mm-hmm. This concept, this discussion is needed and it's 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 actually more important than some of this technical stuff mm-hmm. um, because uh, you, know, you could have all the best predictions in the world about what's happening in the markets, but if you're not like, Saving enough or or if you know, and a lot of our clients are wealthy. So they, they it's not it's not a matter of do I have enough or or am I making am I saving enough? It's more a matter of a lot of other things like stuff with their kids and what do I do with my money and and, and, and having unhealthy relationships with money that leads to unhappiness in their life, which is a yeah. whole nother topic that we didn't really get to today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but I, I uh, appreciate you talking about all these different things and coming on and Hopefully we'll do it again.
1: Yeah, thank you. I enjoy that. It was lovely. Thank you for inviting me over.
2: Awesome. The information in this podcast is informational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. WealthNet Investments is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where WealthNet Investments and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure.